0: This podcast is brought to you by MinervaBeauty.com.
1: Welcome to the Matt Beck Podcast.
0: Woke up this way. He's got a lot of cool stuff he's going to show you today. The latest news, industry topics, and business tips. For all hairstylists and salon owners, it's time to flip the script. Grab your precision scissors, barber combs, and swivel twist razors. Let's cut a bob, a quick shag pixie cut with a little bit of flavor.
1: Check out the live classes, product reviews. Let's rock on. Don't forget to check out freesaloneducation.com. Woke up this way.
2: It's going to be a great day. Chop it, clip it, spray it, flip it. I woke
0: up this way. It's gonna be a great day. It was a great day. <laughs> sure it was. <laughs> it, was. <laughs> it was. Usually this podcast starts Let in the morning, the but do you guys like the rap? It's so good. It's so good. I, <laughs> loved, so it. Good. I loved it. As okay. To the
1: show.
2: It's dope.
0: It's dope. It's, it's dope. definitely <laughs> dope. <laughs> That's what the kids say. Yep. All right. What's up, guys? Welcome to the podcast today. It's going to be a little bit different because, first off, we've been filming all day. And I have two very special guests. I have Andrew Carruthers. Hey, guys. And I have Sam Via. Hey, people, what's up? So I think everyone everyone's already chatting and writing Sam, exclamation point, exclamation <laughs> point. So um have Sam Via here. So if you guys have any questions, um, we did a lot of filming today, had a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, we There's a lot of great stuff that's going to be coming. So uh, those of you guys that love Sam's content, um there's a lot it's on its way. Yeah. Right. Um, so I do want to talk, I want to get out there for everyone before they start, you know, as you guys are asking questions and putting stuff in the chat, I see you guys on Facebook. We see you on YouTube. Um, I'll deliver the questions to the guys here. Uh, so thank you to everyone tuning in in the middle of your Wednesday. Um, so we filmed today, but let's talk about like everything that's going on with Sam via at this point, because there's a lot. And um, I don't know everything either. So if you guys just want to kind of share with everybody what's happening with you guys. Well, I think one
1: of the most important things that we're really
0: excited about, Matt, is this artist studio that we're creating. I'm going
1: to let Andrew take you into that. But I myself am really excited about it because it's going to really allow giving exposure to our art team, which is Jesse Linares and Anna Peters. But, Andrew, talk a little bit about artist studio, what it means and why we're doing it.
2: Sure. I mean, at the heart and soul of everything we do, of course, is education. And. So this was a goal based on the fact that we were getting a lot of feedback from people that they were thirsty for full-length content, full-length education, but they were having a hard time, number one, maybe affording it, or number two, finding the time for it. So we created the Artist Studio as a place that we could place full-length content at a really affordable price. It's open 24-7, you can learn at your own pace, Um, but it allows us to just do exactly what we always wanna do, which is more Sam to more people. Well,
1: what I love, Andrew, is the key thing there to note, my friends, is if you know, we do a lot of educational sound bites, which is really tips and tricks and things like that. So within our focus, what Andrew's saying is full content, seeing a haircut from beginning to end and seeing it finished. You're gonna see that with long hair, with Anna Peters, If you've never seen Anna Peters, she's awesome in long hair and braiding. You think I can braid? You think I can do some long hair? Anna Peters puts me to shame. Uh, Jesse Lenaris, I just love Jesse. Andrew, Mm -hmm. the way he communicates a haircut and his hands, he's absolutely talented. And I can't wait for you to see his exposure on Artist Studio.
2: Yeah. And I think that that's one of the big things for us as a company right now is that we're, it's not so much that Sam's going anywhere, right. <laughs> but um, <laughs> our big focus right now is to understand that it's a full brand, not just an individual at this point. And so Anna Peters and Jesse Linares, those are two big parts of our focus as a company right now is making sure that the public gets to experience them. We know that Sam and I are not the teacher hairdresser for everyone. And so we're, we're really excited to bring to other people that are very unique, actually, to, to even Sam or myself into our education world so that we, we kind of have something for everyone.
1: And as you can see lately, uh, Matt, our message has been about really getting yourself out from behind the computer and getting to live education, which is a message yeah. that we're going to continue to put out in, 19, in, uh, in 2019. Yet at the same time, as Andrew stated, we saw a need for this in terms of full length. Uh, tutorials and full length covering a lot of skill sets and not just cutting.
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to say because I, I did feel... So you've been doing YouTube content. I said this before when we've talked, but you were doing YouTube content before it was cool to do YouTube <laughs> content, right? <laughs> You're the OG of YouTube. Um, so the the thing that, I, that I've kind of learned too and with FSE On Demand, it was like YouTube's one thing and it's like a place where I feel that you can put out content that's maybe up to like 10, 12 minutes long, but mm-hmm. anything above that, um, just doesn't re- doesn't get the reach. Mm-hmm. And, um, so being able to have a community and a website where you can house all these longer form, which is a couple of the things we shot today were, uh, you know, 45 minute haircut. Yes. I think that first haircut was, you know, At it's, least. we'll cut it down a little bit, but it, it was definitely a longer length, um, form video, which I think is going to be really great, you know, for the artist studio thing that you guys are doing. So there's a difference.
1: And I'm very proud of the fact that we had an opportunity to work with you. We have a lot of respect for you and what you've done for the industry. And what amazes me, Matt, is that you continue to put out this free education. Free education, free education. So today we had the opportunity and we were very excited. Both Andrew and I came into the studio here in New Hope, PA, and um, I understand, Matt, that you do some hands-on here yeah. in New Hope. New Hope is a beautiful little city. Talk it's about bed and breakfast, cute. right, Andrew? Yeah. Bed and breakfast. We stayed at a place called the Logan Inn. Absolutely loved it. So I highly recommend that you really get out from behind the computer. Get yourself over here to New Hope, PA. Come and take a hands-on class with Matt Beck, Free Salon Education. And he takes a minimum of 15 people. He's got a great place here. You wouldn't believe the salon, the studio. It's just perfect to hold a hands-on environment. And what do you do this for, two days? It's just one. One day. Well, I've done it two day, but most of the time it's just one. One day. So, highly recommend that. So, you can see there's lots of education out there.
0: Um, And you know what actually comes up for that whole thing is that we talked about this earlier, but um, the reason I do one day is because, and the reason I do it in New Hope is that, you know, I think as you evolve in your life, different things become important. Mm -hmm. And we talked about it earlier, but my being around my family and not being away Mm -hmm. is really important. And then also, um, I usually do the classes while my son's in school, you know? So like, so I want to connect with hairdressers and I do it in the best way possible, but I do it on Mondays and I do it, you know, when I know he's in school and I do it from a certain time and, and we have a lot of success with it. We start, you know, we do a five hour hands-on, uh, type thing. And then, um, but then I go pick him up you know, from school. And I think what you're saying, this is a a great uh, destination for, um, for people to come. And I'm glad that you got that because I always get nervous. When I knew you were flying in, I was like, I hope he likes it here. Like, I hope (laughs) they like it because it is a small town. It's, it's an hour from Philadelphia. So it isn't like, it's not the smallest hike, but it is a cool little kind of getaway. Right. It's It's absolutely
1: beautiful. You talk about getting away in the country. And two lane roads and not a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, but the food and the bed breakfast is just uh, an abundance of
0: them. Well, apparently, just to give you guys a little um, like history lesson, this is where George Washington crossed the Delaware. That's correct. So oh. This is like, yeah. So Piece right of da- history and right down from you was the Aaron Burr House, like where he stayed. So there's like, you know, this is like a big tourist, mm-hmm. you know, like area a because of that bit of history. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a very, the only reason I know who Aaron Burr is because the, the, uh, Broadway musical Hamilton, I was really awful at all that stuff in school, but now I'm learning through the raps. (laughs) Um, all right. So James, uh, mentioned something that I noticed today. He said, I saw the Marcel iron that becomes a wand. Yes. Got to get my hands on one. (laughs) Right. So uh, let's talk, uh, let's talk about another thing that happened today Mm -hmm. for me, um, looking at the amount of thought that goes into the tools that you're creating, right? It's not just typical, like let's put out an iron. Cause when you see like a curling iron come out for me, it's like, okay, well this company also put out a curling iron and it looks just like that other curling iron. Right. And there's so many like little things to your tools. I noticed with the scissor today and how far, you know, the thumb, um, how far it kind of moves your hand. Right. Mm -hmm. pinches this nerve in here, Mm -hmm. which is great for hairdressers to understand. We did a video on that. Um, The Marcel iron that clips apart. I actually almost lost frame on the camera because I was like, oh, wow, that's really cool. (laughs) So like those kind of things are um, are really unique and it's cool that you're putting them out. So like what how what is your process for like tools like when you want to come out with a new tool or something like that?
2: always starts with just a conversation with us. you know. Mm-hmm. It, it, either Sam comes to the table and he's like, you know, I had this idea. I was asleep last night and I envisioned this Marcel iron that all of a sudden the spoon just slides right off. Or, you know, we'll even just be sitting and having a beer after, you know, we finish up a show and he'll just ask the team, what do you think we need? And yeah, he asked
0: me that today, actually. Yeah, because <laughs> you're part of our team. He's now. always listening, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: And so it always comes down to that conversation. And then we get together with um, with the sales leadership of our company and, and everyone gets together and we discuss, okay, here are the different ideas. You know, what fits within the line that we have? What gaps do we have? Where do, You know, because, hey, let's face it, we're still a small company. Like, you yeah. can't come out with 20 new products a year. It's just not going to happen. So we have to be somewhat selective about it. So we think about what's going to benefit the hairdresser the most. Yeah. Then we start to create a basic design and from there we we test the crap out of everything. That's one of the things that I think is so important to understand is that every single thing that we make goes through like rigorous testing between Sam and Jesse and Anna and myself. And then we usually give it to a bunch of the Redkin artists and you know, we we say like beat this stuff up and we want your feedback, your honest feedback. So everything we, we produce is actually a process of like, okay, here's the idea. Let's create a sample or, you know, maybe a dozen samples or so. Let's yeah. get it out in the field and let's see what works with it. That that curling iron, that particular curling iron has been the biggest pain in the butt so far, for yes, sure. It's taken us
1: yeah. years to get that to where we have it now. But I also want to uh, back up a little bit and say... You know, Matt. Honestly, we're not inventors. Basically, we'll see something and we'll say, "Okay, that's a great tool or that's a great concept." But how can we take that and make it more simple? Yeah. Or how can we take that and not make it for the consumer, but make it for the salon professional?
0: But isn't that kind of an inventor? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess kind, kind of, right? right? It is. Thank because you know, I look yeah, it at kinda, like can kind of can be the yeah. dry cutting clip that I am going to make. sure, Like I, Well, you're going to get some today? Yeah, I needed my life. <laughs> the dry cutting clip that has the elastic inside to keep the hair from creasing is like. Like you took a simple clip and you, and they're like, I've seen other things that like, um, there's like a pad or whatever that right. goes on those duck mm-hmm. bill clips. Like that's fine, but it's kind of big and weird and bulky. And this is so sleek. Um, like, so those are just things that I, I kind of nerd over those things. Cause it's like, I, you wish you would have, you know, you wish you would have <laughs> thought of it, but at the same time, it's like, it's such a need. Um, and it's something as simple as a clip. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. So yeah, I think you that's exactly where you push the right button is you think about the need and that's where our kind of thoughts tend to go.
2: Yeah. And just a like a little thing you said, isn't that an inventor? I, it triggered something <laughs> because um, there, there was a conversation that I had with my life coach one time. And because I, I was I always kind of like looked at other people that were super creative and I would get kind of jealous. I'm like, I'm, I'm just not creative like that. You know, I've, what I'm really good at, and, and this is, I think, why you and I get along so well, because you're, you're really similar. It's not so much coming up with these brand new ideas that no one's ever heard of. What we do best is we're really good at absorbing things and then picking out the good pieces. Yeah. And she she was like, well, that's your strength. It's not so much that you're an inventor, but you're an innovator. Yeah. And the difference is is, you know, that inventor is the person that comes up with the brand new idea. The innovator is the one that takes all those ideas and picks out the best pieces of them and then like packages it into something. And that's what I really feel about our tools is that, like he said, you know, it's not like it, no one ever thought to to make a shear that was somewhat ergonomic before. But right. I think what we did is we took all those ideas and we said, but what we could do is we could take this thumb and actually even scoot it a little farther forward now. Yeah, and and that's going to be even that next step in ergonomics and comfort
0: for sure. Um, and so this is like, it's kind of crazy to think about, but did, so you're saying like, you know, you talked to your life coach or whatever, but you were kind of jealous of people. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think that that's what happens when people don't know who they are yet. Yeah. Right. And that, like, that's kind of like, I still am struggling with that today. Like who, what am I really like? I need to just really focus on the things that I'm good at and not try to be an inventor of everything Mm -hmm. or try to do whatever. And I think that that's cool that you even say that because I think it can help a lot of people, especially kids coming out of school, like to just figure out what their skill set is, what they do best. And then, you know, as they move through their career, focus on those things and not try to be like anybody else. Like I remember being um, a hairdresser, like when I first saw my first hair show and I saw, you know, Robert Crow means um, he had a, I think it was like a ten thousand dollar jacket on, right, and um, and I kept thinking to myself like, oh, and th- another kid on his team was like, you know, I bought a Porsche, um, and it was like all these stories, mm-hmm. and like f- what I wanted was for some reason I wanted all of that, but I wasn't thinking like that that's not me, like that's that wasn't me. I wanted to be somebody else and what somebody else was saying. So I think it's cool that you were like. You know, just talking about, I know it didn't go that deep, but at the same time, it's kind of like people need to figure out who they are and then just kind of go for that and um, and not always try to be somebody else, right? Um, Okay, so I think we have Leanne says, you guys are amazing. I love your videos. They are packed with tips and different skills. I love the perspective you give compared to college education and standard cutting and coloring techniques. Hmm. Um excellent. Sam is such Thanks, a talented Leon. man. I try to find like questions, but <laughs> <Give> <laughs> us lots of, some questions, lots of compliments. <laughs> lots of compliments. Well, while you're looking for a question, there's something I'd like to talk about. Yeah. And that's
1: uh, about um you know, working at uh, behind the chair. I no longer work behind the chair, but trust me, my friends, I really try true and test things before we put it out to you. Really make sure that things are salonable. One of the little hot tips that we want to share with you today, and we've really been out there putting this message out there in the last three months, and that message is, is I really want you to start thinking about using your phone as a tool and start videotaping your blow-dry tutorials that you're doing for your clients. Imagine this, hairdressers, where you have a new client that sits there and you ask them for their phone, you place it on a monkey tripod on your station, and you videotape you teaching them how to take care of their haircut, how to finish their haircut. If there's anyone complaint, Matt. It's like, I can't get my hair to look like you get it to look, Sam. Yep. Well, first of all, I'm a professional. I'm standing. I have use of both of my hands. But can you imagine when the client walks away, they now have a video tutorial on their own phone and they can just simply put it on their vanity in the morning, push play and follow along with it. Remember how to finish that particular haircut that you created for them. So I really believe the phone is a wave of the future for a tool using it behind the chair.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, Yeah, we got a little bit even more in depth with that today, just talking about um, maximizing your time, right, right? Yeah, so just being able to, um like especially if you're if you're sitting in school or you're new to being a stylist and you're in the break room, like that's when you should not be looking at what, and this is where I say, like, you know, be who you are. Don't try to be like everybody else. Don't watch what everybody else is doing on the internet. Start creating your own thing. Um, and when you're behind the chair and you're really busy, we talked about people say they're too busy to create anything right. or to do certain stuff, but they don't realize that if you're so busy, that means that you have so much to capture, right? So um, whether you're doing it for your client, or you're doing it for your social media or whatever it is, capture that. And and it's kind of like with this podcast, um, I talked about like the fact that I, I'm i now doing this every single day and kind of committing myself to it because then that sits me down and for an hour and a half, I'm creating something, mm-hmm. whether it's this conversation that I can break up for something else on social media or I go back there and I cut hair for everybody. Like, no matter what, every day you're creating something to help build, to to push yourself forward, right? So that's that's to me what it's all about nowadays. Well, like,
1: imagine this, Matt. If you develop an attitude where what I love about you, Matt, is you... Don't realize, but you're really helping people get what they want. And when you can help people get what they want, you'll get what you want. Yeah. You know, and I'm a firm believer in that. And I think that's what people have to understand is, you know, help people get what they want and pay attention to what the needs and expectations of that client or that guest sitting in your chair, what's their needs and expectations? Pay attention to that.
0: Yeah. That's, that's the key paying attention to the guest. Mm-hmm. Like, the good Lord gave us two ears and one mouth. As a <laughs> hairdresser, true. we need to use the two
1: ears more than we use the mouth. Yep. And then when we use the mouth, our voice, we have to communicate. Communication builds wealth. Yep. So speak in a professional manner that's going to build the wealth of the person sitting in the chair and your wealth as a hairdresser standing behind the chair. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I think a lot of times, like you probably get the same questions that we do, which is, you know, how do you do these things that you do? Like, how do I become a Samvia? How do I become a Matt Beck? How do I become a Jesse Linares and Anna Peters? And really all of the things that you just mentioned, like, oh, I don't have the content. I don't have this. I don't have that. Honestly, it's usually kind of, even if it's on a subconscious level, it's us making excuses to protect ourselves. Yeah, Because, I, you know, people aren't, people aren't inherently lazy that that's not no, the problem right. i i think they're inherently scared and and it's it's a natural thing to be fearful i think the people that you know you do see great success in i mean i'm sure you had so many times matt that you were scared crapless to to put your stuff out there to be in front of people
1: or what are people going to think or say yeah what are they yeah. going to
2: say what are they going to think but the difference was you didn't stop That's the difference.
0: Yeah, and I think when you put out stuff all the time, like you're kind of like, like I I feed off the positive, Mm -hmm. like the comments, and it's been that way since I was since I was younger. Like I I loved doing some kind of performing for for people in a one way or the other. Right. So when I found hairdressing. And then I found the education side of it. It was just another way, another platform to perform. So then got into education. And then when education, I didn't feel like the performance was there. Then I found the internet, you know, and then, so I think there's just different types of people. And I think that's another thing. Like you don't have to, and when I, when I teach my classes, the first question I asked to the room is how many people in this room want to be famous on the internet? And literally one person out of a hundred will say, yes, they want to be famous. Really? Yeah. And then I'll say, well, how many people want to make money for their business on the internet? And everyone raises their hand. And that's the, that's the thing. Like not everybody wants to be popular, like on the internet, right? They want to have friends, Mm -hmm. but like, it doesn't, not everybody wants to have this happening, but they do want to be successful and they want to be able to provide for their family. So the, the biggest thing is like, what, you can do that in a hundred different ways, especially in this industry. Like there's so many opportunities and you don't have to feel like you have to do everything. Mm -hmm. Just do what you do best and do it the best, you know,
1: I'll never forget the very first time I did a photo shoot. I thought I'm going to go take a photography class. Then I went and took a makeup class and then I thought, okay, I'm going to do the makeup, the photography and the hair. It was the ugliest photo shoot (laughs) I've ever seen. And that's when I made a decision, Matt, Andrew, I said, from this point forward, I'm going to do what I'm good at. Yeah. And that's hair. And let hire somebody to do the makeup and hire somebody to foo, shoot the
0: photo.
2: For Not sure. Horrible.
0: I wish they had Instagram back then Ooh.
1: so we could see this. Whatever oh posted. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. We got a couple questions. Um, well, this is actually a good one because it was about where do you get your mannequins from? Awesome. And since that's like a kind of a conversation of today, yes. why don't we talk about that? Go ahead, Matt Andrew.
2: Yeah, I I love this question because um, Sam Sam and I got to go on a pretty awesome adventure, and I, the whole art uh, team got to go on a whole uh, pretty awesome adventure with Pivot Point. Um, so we just actually released a uh, Sam via mannequin. Her name is Lydia, after Sam's wonderful mother. Um, That's and cool. That's a fun fact. Yeah, yes. and so we now have a Sam via mannequin head, and we we really got to design this thing from the ground floor with pivot point which was really interesting because it's not just necessarily going in and saying oh we want long hair it it actually comes down to even like okay where is the density planted most where is it the least where are the lengths actually planted in and how are they planted in even at the degree and angle that the the hair is planted in like for example with our with our particular mannequin head because we do a lot of fringe stories on our mannequin heads we had the hair planted in at the lowest possible angle in the entire front hairline. So that's why they blow, blow dry out so nice in the front. And we used to have this thing that we'd, <laughs> we we <laughs> called burning down the hairline. Yeah, yeah burn down that hairline. <laughs> you know, oh,
0: like where you would like... On the- Place the, the blow dryer. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. would never do this to a client. The no, yeah. but <laughs> to the mannequin? Yes. I've been there yeah. many yeah. times as well.
2: So we, we got to design a, a mannequin head that fit our needs, which is, you know, we wanted something for styling. We wanted something you could get, you know, four or five, six haircuts out of. And also, like, dimensional color so that it shows off things like braids and texture in hair. So, uh, um yeah. It, even if you don't buy our mannequin head, though, please and, and even if it isn't Pivot Point, make sure you know, number one, where's the hair coming from? Number two, what were the conditions that, that, manuf- that they were manufactured? So one of the things with Pivot Point is you'll see a tag on all of the mannequins' necks, and that guarantees that not only was the hair ethically sourced, but the people making the mannequin heads, which by the way, take their job very seriously and are are considered artisans. They 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 hand plant every piece of hair in the head. Those people are actually treated incredibly well because they have these certain certifications and relationships. So um, when you go into XYZ Beauty and they've got a $12 mannequin head, guess what, guys? Most likely that was made under slave labor of some sort. The hair literally could have been taken from people it's that bad it, it's a really, it really yeah people really business. need to understand yeah. that yeah
0: and that's um like when like when i learned that about pivot point mm-hmm. um when i first started working with them it was like i i couldn't bring myself to work with any other right because i just don't way? know mm-hmm. you know i don't know what happens but i do know pivot point is you know true to what they're you know what they stand behind and they have that certification mm-hmm. but it's unbelievable, like what people like and that's why i wanted because they said that the a mannequin that doesn't cost a whole lot and like what i want people to understand as well is this is like this is a profession and i think if you um I, and i made a video on this you don't the first time you get a mannequin you don't even have to cut it yeah. like yeah. practice combing right like people yes, don't thank you yeah like people don't um they don't take combing is so much more important than cutting (laughs) you know what I mean so if you section out a cut and and I made a video like pretend to cut Mm -hmm. and then take another clean section and comb it out and and that transition between and you do it differently than I do Sam but um you know you have that transition of the comb and the scissor I have a different one I think everybody kind of has their own thing but practice and figure out what it is like when I say I sat on the couch and I literally practiced. Yes. You know, my release of the scissor, my comb, then putting it back in my hand, like all of that, I practiced over and over again watching TV while I'm in beauty school. Mm-hmm. And and that's not a lie because I wanted to be better at it. And I look at this as a sports, you know, like in sports. Workout. You're constantly working on your muscle memory mm-hmm. to get better and better at it. And when people see me in the classes... Um, they're like, you know, you take really clean sections. Well, I take clean sections because I practice, like I when, I, when I say I practice it, like I really did, mm-hmm. like not even from like uh, uh, any other standpoint than I just wanted to be good at that.
1: You know, I love what you're talking about because it's practice, practice, practice in anything that we do. Yeah. Um, I really believe that. But the comb is the tool that I believe that creates all of the mistakes. Yeah, It's where you comb it, the consistency of your combing, et cetera, things like that. But that is the tool that creates a lot of the errors in a haircut yep. it's because you will always comb to the center body, release to the center of your body. And remember, when you pick up a comb, your body's attached to it. So where you're standing can affect where you're combing. Yeah. So I totally agree with you. It's about the mechanics of your tools and your shears working together, how you transition from one to another. And then working on just getting that thumb, that action blade, just getting that thumb to move so you get a nice clean line.
2: Yeah. I love that you had that video. Um, And I'm going to ask you for a favor. Will you share that with me um, so that I can help promote it? Because one of the things that Tyson, the guy that apprenticed me, he used to do that drove me bonkers. Like I seriously wanted to smack him. (laughs) If, If we didn't have a guest in the salon, he would set me down with a mannequin in the back room of the the salon, hand me a comb, mm-hmm. hand me a clip, and a water spray bottle. And he would make me section all of the, the basic cuts that we were going through, like a graduated bob, a one-length, you know, like all these different... And he's like, I don't want you to put scissors on this. I just want you to section it and then elevate it as if you're going to cut it and then put it back down and then section and you're just going to get you're just going to keep doing it keep doing it so at that time i I didn't really make the connection i don't think it it didn't really sink in until later on when i was teaching and i I would get kind of those same comments that you were getting which is oh my gosh you make such nice clean sections i'm like really like doesn't everyone make nice clean sections yeah no but then it connected i was like Oh, it was like that Daniel San moment. Yeah. You know? That's <laughs> like, it. He meogied the crap out of me. And I kind of like want to punch him for it. But, you great, know, great mentor. <laughs> he, was, yeah. he was awesome. Mm-hmm. For
0: sure. That's awesome. So um, let's see. Can you guys grab some combs and shears and show us? Yeah. I'll go sure. Some. So, all right, cool. Let's. Um, Sam's grabbing his scissors. That's awesome. Oh, um, best part about live. Yeah. Is that give the people what they want. Mm-hmm. Give them <laughs> uh, what they want. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see. Let's see if there's anything else while we're doing that. Lots of compliments. You guys are awesome.
2: Thanks, y'all. We we do appreciate the love. I, I do want to say this. Like, Please know that every time you guys do leave a comment on any of our social media, any of our videos, mm-hmm. anything... Um, we take all that very much to heart. You know, people very often will be at a show or something, and they'll come over and be like, oh, my gosh, Sam, I love you so much. I'm sorry, you probably hear that all the time. Just know that it is never, never a single compliment is lost on us. It's so important to us because, you know, I know, like we were talking today, and, you know, Matt's in this studio every single day, all day long producing content. Sam is on on the road away from his family such a big portion of the year. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm in my studio creating content or uploading stuff to YouTube all the time. And it, it can be exhausting, you know, but each time you guys say something, each time you come up to us and say hi at a, at a hair show or something like that, it it's those it's those exact moments that make like everything that we invest into this just... So worth it. So please know that for sure. Um, those are always so welcome and 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 so appreciated.
0: Okay. Here we go. This is for Richard. Richard, just for you. <laughs> all right, Sam. You're all up. right.
1: So let's just. I can put it right in front of me, like. Yeah, I think, think you're good. Yeah, he can see it. All right. So first of all, one of the things Richard and everyone out there that I work with, I believe in what Matt said. Just the comb first. And Remember, this is the tool that can create a lot of problems. Let's just talk about. It. This gives me more tension, the fine teeth of the comb, and this gives me less tension. So what I love to think about it, when I'm working with my one-length shapes, a one-length bob, I want less tension, so I work consistently with the fine. I'll clean with the fine teeth, but I continue my last combing angle. My last combing sweep is always with the wide teeth, so I maintain consistent tension. One of the exercises I always used to do was the salon owner told me you need to learn how to move from the fine teeth to the wide teeth, so he taught me how to do this which is just basically taking your middle finger and just moving it from one position to another so you can get to the fine teeth of the white teeth. So he would make me walk around the salon doing this all day long, just doing this without a pair of shears. Then he made me understand how to palm a pair of shears, which was the idea of knowing how to palm it, which was this, so I could have the comb in my hand and I could have a little bit more flexibility. One of the exercises, I love what you said, Matt, one of the exercises that I would do at home one of the exercises I would do at home watching TV was I would take my scissor and while I was sitting on the couch, this would be on my lap. So I pace, can they see it, Matt? Yep. Okay. So I would place it on my, my knee so that, play, pretend this is on my knee, that my hand's my knee. So I would just sit there watching TV and I'd be doing this all night. So what that did was that taught me to stabilize my top hand and let my thumb just be the action blade. So that's why when you see a lot of people cut, It's just their thumb that's doing the moving. Watch. When I take you and I do this and I get both hands moving, now the scissor waggles from one side to another. So the chances of cutting a straight line are very slim. But if I can move just the thumb, watch the stability of the line. If I can move just the thumb, I stay very stable. Now the chances of getting a straight line are very, very successful. One of the things that I do in my transition, and then I'll turn it over to Matt so he can talk to you a little bit of what he does, is I will rotate my comb, and when I'm ready to cut, I rotate it to my ring finger. Now the comb will stay in the same hand. A lot of times people say, Sam, do you have anything that you can teach me when I go through and I'm cutting? I put my comb here, and then when I go to cut, a lot of times my tips of my shears get the comb. What I'm going to teach you to do is this. When you're ready to cut and you're combing, now what I want you to do is take the comb, hit the pad of your index finger or your thumb, swing it around this way, release it, and now notice how nothing is in my way. So I don't have any length of the extension of the comb in my way. So that's another trick if you want to get that comb out of the way. Now your hand just comes back over, grabs, and you're ready to go. To the pocket, you release, and you're ready to go. There are so many ways that you can work with it. Do what's most comfortable for you.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think that that's – and um, I, I don't really do – Mine's pretty pretty typical, but what I would always work on, and I showed this in a video before I'll back up so I don't hurt anybody. <laughs> 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 That's what I need is uh, the video of poking Sam via's eye out. Oh no. Yeah. That could um, go viral. I got a couple yeah, shows actually a couple more shows yeah, I want to do. Okay. That might be good. <laughs> um, so so I just I would do the same thing. I would work on um, mm-hmm. you know, moving the one blade, but then I so I would palm my scissor, right? And then I would practice the comb and then I would bring my scissor out and I would practice cutting. And then I'd bring it back, comb, bring it out and cut. And I just kept working on this motion back and forth so that I knew that I wouldn't, you know, and Mm -hmm. then I'd work on, you know, on top of the hand, comb. And I just kind of like continue that process. And then that just, you know, watching TV going back and forth. And now it's like something you don't think about. Right. And honestly, most people, they kick their scissor back And then they bring it back out in front. The only reason this happens is because I learned it in beauty school and I learned it wrong. So I went to my first hair show and I saw somebody palm their scissor and I thought that they flipped it out uh, like that, which usually my scissor will kick open and it's a little bit dangerous, but I thought that they were whipping it around when they were actually just bringing it back. Um, but I just practiced it so much and it's just kind of my habit habit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but that's the thing. Like you just work on those mechanics. You don't even have to cut hair. Like don't, don't necessarily worry about um, getting a super expensive mannequin right away. Um, and when you do go get the Lydia and then just practice combing it for a month, you know, and, uh, and then maybe do a long hair haircut on it. And, 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 Another thing I like to tell people with mannequins, because, you know, it's expensive, is map out your cuts. Yes. Yeah. I was just right? Gonna go there. Yeah, go there. Yeah. Well, Matt, I was thinking about that because
1: mannequins are expensive. And I noticed, yeah. I thought I heard somebody say, that, you know, mannequins are expensive. Yes, they are. But I want you to remember, you're investing in your future. And I want you to make the proper right investment. Yeah. I want you to remember this. When you get Betty Sue or Betty or Miss Kim or Miss Betty Sue, I think we know the mannequins I'm talking about. Yeah. You go to blow dry those fringes, you're going to get frustrated because you're not going to see truly the re- end result of the technique that you're working with cutting a fringe. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to work twice as hard to burn that hairline down. So I want you to remember something. With the Lydia mannequin, we made it extra long so you could get two to three haircuts out of it. So you first, maybe you want to try at least working with an iron, Andrew. Yep. Or maybe you want to well, try a couple of braids. So, I, you know, map out your learning with one mannequin. So maybe you're going to say, okay, I'm going to learn braids first. Now I'm going to learn some upstyles next. Then I'm going to work with my curling iron. Okay, now it's time for me to do a long haircut. Now I'm going to go to a bob. Now I'm going to go to a pixie. Yep. Look how much learning I was able to get out of one mannequin. Yeah. So for everyone out there, do me a favor. Please invest in a quality mannequin, and we highly recommend Pivot Point.
0: Yeah, for sure. And, and you look at, that's a $90 investment and, and like you said, the amount of education and for one hands-on class, you're going to spend, you know, a good amount of money, but you have the educator there as well. But if you can't afford a hands-on class, but you can buy a quality mannequin, then just use that as your ongoing class for, a, for a month or two. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like we said, break it down. Right. Well, um, remember, your tips could pay for a mannequin. That's the truth. Were we just talking about tips? Yes, that was we you, were. right? Yeah, yeah, we
1: were talking. I don't know about you, but did you ever know how much money you made in tips in a year?
0: No, I went straight to the bar yeah. and I spent them. <laughs> That's a, I would stop, grab something to eat, yeah. a couple drinks. I wish I, I got home. tips now because yeah. I would I would use them wisely. Right. And how
1: about you? Did you ever know how much money you made in tips in a year?
2: No. Yeah. I I I was I'm the wrong person to talk about money. So.
1: <laughs> well, I really recommend, guys, that you really, you know, track your tips and do it the right way, especially, come on, hairdressers. Let's face it. The IRS is the IRS, and they're definitely looking at the beauty industry. Yeah. They, just as they looked at the restaurant industry in terms of tipping. So there's something I want to share with you that I came across, and that's tippy.com, T-I-P-P-Y.com. Highly recommend you check them out. It's an integrated system that you put at your place at your front desk where there's no... Um, Hassle for the client in regards to leaving a tip. Remember how some salons are, Matt, where uh, you can't put the tip on the credit card. Right. It has to be separate from it. And then some clients are like, well, I don't have the cash. I'll catch them next time. Yeah. So with Tippy, this whole uh, concept of Tippy.com, it's an integrated system at the front desk. It takes all of that hassle away from the hairdresser, the salon owner, and the customer.
0: Okay. Check them out. Tippy.com. Yeah. I need to check that out because we were talking about that earlier. Yeah. I would highly recommend you check them back out. Okay. All right, cool. So um, I'll take one more question. Let's see if I can find a good one here. And then we are going to probably go talk about hair and eat food. Yes. Yes. And uh, also,
1: what we have coming up next, we've got a photo shoot coming up next in L.A., Andrew, that we're doing. Yeah. And then we've got, uh, let's see, the Orlando premiere show. It's where you're going to have an opportunity to see Jesse, to see Anna, and to yeah. see Andrew. And they actually are in classrooms, correct?
2: Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times we get asked, like, how can I come and take a hands-on class with you guys? In um, Orlando, we have two hands-on classrooms. We have one Saturday and one on uh, Monday, I believe. Excellent. And also, I'll be doing a, a hands-on cutting class in Dallas, Texas. At uh, That's in June. I forget the exact dates. But um, we're going to be digging super deep into the texture that we see in hair right now. With Is that a ticket event or an in-salon event? It's a ticketed event that okay. people can actually purchase tickets for. Um, it's really easy to find our educational events now. You just go to samvia.com. There's an education tab right there, and you just look at the events through there. Um, or if you want to come to Orlando Premier, you can go to the Orlando website <clears throat> and just get tickets there, too. Great. And-
0: that's actually a real, That's a good um transition into... So we're going to take two more because I have two lined up. Best hair show, in your opinion, mm-hmm. for somebody to travel to? You want my honest opinion? Yeah, honest opinion. A salon International, London,
1: held okay. every October. Okay. And I love going... I, myself, black out myself to go to that show. That's my sabbatical, let's call it, where I have an opportunity to really immerse myself in education. And I love going to the UK because... It's a different type of hairdresser there in the U.K. than it is here in the States. Okay. I can always go a show here in the States, but I highly recommend Salon International in London held every October. Okay.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a couple pretty good ones at this point, point. Uh, and it, uh, partially it depends on what you're looking for, too, because some of them have a little bit more education, and some of them have a little bit bigger show floor. More show, yeah. Like, Orlando Premier kind of has both, honestly. Like, yeah. that show floor is enormous. And they do tons of hands-on classrooms. They have tons of free classrooms. So that's a really good one. Um, Chicago ABS is still yes. really good. You know, they offer kind of the same thing. Tons mm-hmm. of yeah, paid and free a- education. Um, Issy Long Beach has been really good for education recently. Plus, now that Naha's there, you can double up. You can go to Issy Long Beach. And, you know, the show floor is not, a, I don't think, quite as big as, like, Chicago ABS and Orlando Premiere. But there's lots of good education. Plus, you could stay for Naha too.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely right. What yeah. is your
0: favorite? I think um, I'm gonna say Orlando. Yeah, I, I think that I've been. Actually, you know what? No, Long Beach. Long Beach. Yeah, I think that one was my favorite one. Mm-hmm. Wow. That
2: one's really turning tide too. Like um, that I've used only to been be kind t- of a swap meet, honestly. Really? Sorry, I, I hate to say that, but it because there used was to a lot a
0: more independent artists there. Um, so I felt like the education just felt a little more authentic, um, but I haven't been there in a couple years, so I don't know what it's like now. Um, I do like Premier Orlando, but I do feel like it's um, it's just it's kind of monstrous. It is you know? brand yeah. heavy too, but uh, and brand it's very brand heavy. But I do feel like the good thing about Premier Orlando is that it's brand heavy, but the brands send the best their best, mm-hmm. right? So a lot of the smaller other shows the brands don't always send their best artists. Right. Um, I think also in L.A. you have a lot of
1: influencers. Yeah. A lot of them are doing Long Beach. But I also want to mention something about these shows, uh, Matt, is this, is that do me a favor, my friends that are out there, plan your day when you go to these shows. Please do not just buy a ticket and walk in and start thinking, okay, now who do I want to go see? If I were you, I would take a moment. Go to these shows, but go to the website and see who's doing what. Look at the booklet. Look at the brochures and plan what skill set do you want to focus on and plan your schedule. Else you are going to get lost on the main floor. You're going to get frustrated. You're going to go look at the brochure when you get there and say, I'm going to go see this class. And by the time you figure that, it's 15 minutes before the class starts. Now you can't even get in the front door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do me a favor, my friends. Plan your school day at the shows and prepare your agenda before you even walk into the, to the, yes, these big venues.
0: And don't stand in line for three hours to get the free bag. No. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> for the love of everything, don't.
2: Yes. I, I, I wish I actually had it on my phone so we could show it. Yeah. We, um, we, our booth was really close to the, the bargain bin at the back of the, okay. the place a little while ago and, um, I mean, there was a line at the door getting ready to, like, bust in and, like, hit the bargain bin because once stuff's gone, of course it's gone. Gone. Right. So, I mean, the door's open, and it was like a Madonna concert. Like, people were running full speed, and Jesse was actually filming them running in, and this poor girl fell. She tripped and fell, but it was the best fall I've ever seen in my life. Like, it should go viral (laughs) on the internet because, like... She she kind of scorpioned you know like where your yeah, back where goes your backwards yeah and her legs actually went up like way above her head and then like rolled back down it, it was I she's felt so bad for her but this. I was it was really <laughs> funny so if you I are listening I hope
0: I hope she was wearing pants
2: yes she yeah. was luckily and,
0: and hopefully she was
2: la- she's la- she was she's laughing. laughing she did right. she jumped right back up and kept running with hey, the crowd man she, so, that's
1: uh,
0: that's she what it's about had a purpose
2: yes she did <laughs> I'm
0: go get to that.
2: She got her bargain sail, bins. Right.
0: And here's the thing. Like, I actually don't really have a problem with, I, I get why people stand in that line because they want, but it's really just, it's shampoo that you could get for like five bucks yeah. like <laughs> on your thing. Like, I get they're full size, but like full size is not that expensive. And the amount, it's, it's the, your time is valuable. Mm-hmm. So there's only so much time at a show and standing, that, that line is long. Like you, every hair show you show up to, you see that long line and you're like, that's the line to get in. And it's not. Yeah. The line to get in, is there's not a line. Well, it's, I guess everyone, has different, everyone so, has different priorities. And everyone has different priorities, for sure. And and that's why, so a lot of people are like, why free salon education? I'm like, the longest line at a hair show is the free bag. <laughs> so <laughs> why not be free? You know, yeah, everybody awesome, loves man. free. So, all right, we're going to end this. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in and, you know, Hanging out with us at the end of our day here. Um, I do want to, is there anything you guys want to, um, you know, kind of.
1: I just want to say thank you to you, Matt, for an awesome day today. We really enjoyed shooting with you today. We'd love to do it again sometime. But I really want people to understand that, you know, Matt Beck, Free Salon Education is exactly what he's about. It's about education. And remember, as a hairdresser, you must never cease to learn.
0: For sure. Well said. Andrew?
2: Um, I'll just say too that, you know, it's so cool to be here because I think that a lot of, a lot of people might see us almost as like competitors in a way, like, oh, well, they're the big YouTube channel. They're the big YouTube channel. And it's so not about that. No. You know, competition just pulls our industry apart. Yeah. If if we want to grow as an industry, we need to come together and and collaboration like this is exactly how we're going to do that. So for sure. Collaborate.
0: Collaborate. And
2: listen. Yes. Mike is back with a brand new edition. (laughs) (laughs)
0: All right, cool. So thank you guys so much. Thank you you to Sam and Andrew. Um, I'm sure hopefully this won't be the last time that we hang out. And uh, thank you to you guys for tuning in. We'll see you guys on the next show. Thanks.